episode 12. Uh, this is Danden uh, and the uh, RJ Machismo podcast. Uh, my partner RJ uh, won't be here tonight, but tonight uh, we got a special guest here today all the way from the DMV. Uh, we got Wole Akinso. Uh, he is the host of Urban Sports Team. He also is with Fox Sports 1340 uh, AM for the Skins podcast and also with Sports Journey. Uh, how you doing today, uh, Wole? I'm good, man. Bless Danny. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it, man. This is all love, man. I really do. I really do. This is a blessing to be on this show, man. We talk about we talk to each other on Twitter. We shoot the breeze, and now I'm here. Right. So you know, like it's crazy. Like uh, I, I connected with Wale. Just short story. Like you know, just through like you know social media, mm-hmm. and then you know we we are fans of the you know uh, Washington uh, football, football team. Football team. So <laughs> you know, I got I got my shirt on. You know, it's cool. So yeah, you know, we connected with Wale. You know, um, me and my me and RJ, we were blown away with your work at um, you know, Urban Sports Team. And you guys, like, how many episodes are, are you guys on right now? Man, we have like 422 right now. Last was my, our last show is 422. Yep. We're going on 423 on Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you know they they do a lot of great stuff. Um, they just had Walt Williams. Um, definitely mm-hmm. check them out on the on the Apple Podcast and Stitcher and all the you know um pod pod media stuff. So yeah, um, thank you so much, Wally. I hope everything's well. How's everything going with uh you know the lockdown over there in the DMV? Oh, man, it's a ble- I mean, I ain't gonna lie, man. It's, it's bad for a lot of things, obviously. But for me, it's been a blessing, man. I got, to, I have a lot of thinking in life. Like, I'm getting things done. Um, podcast-wise, I'm getting things done. You know, physically, I'm, 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 I'm improved, you know what I mean? I, I have arthritis in my knee. But ever since I dropped weight running and whatnot, I'm like, that doesn't even bother me anymore. Um, I know I'm aging myself. I said I have arthritis in my knee. I'm still in my 30s, folks. I'm still in my 30s. There you um, go. But... But yeah, man, I mean, in terms of like, and I, t- I tell anybody, you know, dealing with COVID, like in terms of the shutdown and the depressed, they haven't been going out as much. There's a good opportunity with the shutdown to really get your thoughts together and improve yourself. This is, a, this is an opportunity. I know, like, yeah, it's depressing because we, we're not doing the norm, right? But there's always, you know what I'm saying? There's always, within darkness, there's light, you know what I'm saying? So this is an opportunity to improve yourself, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and what I mean by improving yourself, really take, and take that time to invest in yourself and really break down what you're doing right and, and, and magnify it and what you're doing wrong and magnify it to correct it. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like this is an opportunity for, for, for all of us to be better people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thank you for, like I said, thanks for having us here tonight. So, yeah, we'll just kick it off a little, uh, you know, um, you know, just a little icebreaker. Tell us more about yourself, uh, Wale. Well, yeah, man, we started this a while ago. I forget the year, actually. It's, 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 it's sad because we have 422 episodes. But uh, it, was, it, was, it started off before of us. It was myself. I can name the members. It doesn't bother me. Myself, Ray, um, Will, and my boy Fish. So we had, it was an urban sports thing. We came up with an idea because we came up with putting up a podcast. We were listening to the radio. We were like, man, everybody says the same thing. Like, we need a different voice, man. Like, we got folks got to start keeping it 100. And they got to talk to the people around the way. Because you're going to be in the DMV, you just you got to talk to everybody. You know what I'm saying? So we wanted to have a podcast to talk to the people um, around the way. So we did. Um, I mean, if you look, listen to episode one, don't shoot me. Because it, it wasn't the best episode in the world. But we made it work. Um, but then we just kept with the momentum. And obviously things happened. You know, some individuals had, you know, they decided, you know, that, you know, it wasn't. They felt, I it wasn't their time, but life happens. Like, life happens. So it just became the three of us, and that's Ray, myself, and uh, Will. 
I call, I call him Will T. And uh, we've been doing it since since then. And we have a live show Tuesday, um, every, Tuesday at eight o'clock. Um, so, uh, www.urbansportscene.com. Um, so you can check us out there. Um, we, you know, we're on pod, we, we're on all the podcast platforms. So you name it, we're on there. Uh, also, we have a, a skins podcast as well called All Skins Ari. Thanks to everybody. You know, if you're from the area, you know we don't say every. We say everything. <laughs> so All Skins everything. We talk about all all skins news. All Washington football team. I can say skins though. I can't say skins. You can say red skins in this podcast. You know, okay. <laughs> we're, cool. we're not. We're, we're not live. Right, right, on, you know we're not. We're not live on AM Sports Talk Radio. All right, cool, man. You know, you're, off, you're, off, you're off the clock. You're good. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, we. So we talk about all you know Redskins content, and whatnot. So we've been do, we've been doing that, and uh, and we've been doing that for a while. Uh, we get to go like uh, Ray and I. At times, we go to um sporting events to cover we've covered boxing events um we actually covered we actually had an interview with gary russell jr okay. um not too long ago when he was talking he was talking about bud crawford which is on youtube if you want to check it out um so yeah man we just grinding we grind like you know like every podcaster you know out there we're grinding we try and put out good content if you listen to episode one just best believe we're way better than episode one just to episode 422 you'll see what we're doing <laughs> yeah, yeah, much props to you and you and your co-hosts. You know, you got. Uh, and I like to we're a team, and I want to say we're a team. It's not like one person's bigger than the other. You know what I'm saying? Like just because I'm like, I'm they're not my co-hosts. We're all co-hosts. To us, you know, there's 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 not one main host. We're all co-hosts. You know what I mean? So if you just hear me leading, it's because I have the equipment to kind of lead it. But at the end of the day, we're all we all have the same ideas. We all like in terms of when we coming up with ideas for a show, I get texts about it by the fellas. It's on there. There are ideas. So they, I'm not the manager of ideas. Now, granted, at times I do put out a lot of the ideas and content, but anytime somebody has an idea, we're, we're throwing it out there. So it's not like I'm not the lead. I'll never like to view myself as the leader of the urban sports thing. That's not the way I do things. We're a team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Team mm-hmm. first and foremost, right? Everybody. Gets oh, yeah. All the time, man. All the time. Yeah. LeBron, that's why LeBron James is one of my favorite basketball players in today's NBA. You get yeah. everybody involved. Everybody eats. You know what I'm saying? It's everybody easy. Got if you eat. wanted to. If you want to score 30, you can score 30. But as long as you pass that ball off, then you're allowing everybody to eat, and you're good. And the same thing here. Everybody eats. Everybody works together. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, great great to know about that. So, um, Wale, how did mm-hmm. you get into the sports media business? Oh, man. Like, how did I get started? Like, in the sports media, basically, it's from the podcast, to be real with you. Like, so, basically, it's the same. Like, so what happened was we, all right, we, we started our podcast, then we got – hooked up and I'm gonna give I'm giving everybody credit. Um sure. we got hooked up with this 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 I guess you would call, call it like a internet radio company um called Eyes Radio and it was it was it was owned by uh Tom Block and he was running it. I think he had one he had one oh six seven the fan connections or whatnot. So it was like all right, it's pretty cool and pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? We and it's the first time us doing it and he always wanted us to do live podcasts. We do on tape at the time. And I was like um uh, Live, I don't know, I'm ready for that. Man. I, I like to be scripted. I, I like, I don't like public speaking or anything like that. So I get kind of fidgety. So I was like, at that time, I was like, oh no, I don't think I'm ready for live, man. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of pressure. Um, so he got us eventually got us doing some live stuff, live shows, you know, um, from where we do live shows at. And then he he got us, he actually got us doing a show at a restaurant, and we did a show in a restaurant and. It was like, so all right, then you knew then we knew, all right, man, this is something we can try to kind of do. So from there, uh, once 
once we got away from that, then we got hooked, connected with Fox. I got connected with Fox through a friend of mine I went to college with. Um, and he got me connected with um, Fox, you know, Fox, uh, Fox Sports Radio, 1340 AM, Hopewell, Virginia. And we started doing some stuff with them. Um, then I started doing a, a show with them on for the radio station there called The Soul and Sports with Mike Knotts. And Mike was, you know, really cool. He helped me out um, and I helped him out. And then I got connected. So while I was working with their state, their program manager, Glenn, and he, he asked me down, he asked me, hey, do you want to go cover uh, some Washington football team, Redskins, whatever, content. I was like, okay, cool. I can do that. I went to, I started going to games. So I used that. So I used that to help the podcast out, right? So it kind of like built my report. Then I, you know, linked up and met met certain folks with the, you know, the media up at, uh, at, at games. And then, then Glenn had let, let me do Washington Wizard games, so I connected with that. So then I started getting in, you know what I'm saying? I started getting in, and I got Ray, uh, Ray, my other podcast homie. We got I got him in, and uh, we started started networking, working all the way through. And Ray ended up doing like he does Mystic game, Mystic games. He does Wizard games. He does um, Ray does also. Uh, he has a, there's a public access show that he's on at times. So he start and he does um sorry and he does a uh, DC Global Games, which is the uh, G League for the Washington uh, Wizards team affiliate. So um yeah, we started grinding, hustling. So that's when we started like kind of. But yeah, from that though, that from from that point, and would you need me to start from a particular place? No, no. Like I, I just said, like um you know part of it too when you how you got the sports media, uh-huh. uh, you know you it's all about who you know too through networking. Yeah. So yeah. So so basically, it's, it's about who you know it. In the in the business, so once so we got so we got linked up with Lake Lewis a Sports Journey, and uh, he pretty much showed me how to work, work that work the area within the locker room. Like that when you're in the Washington football team, when you're in the locker room, it just teaches you how to work it and how who to talk to, how to ask questions. Even when you're in, like you're about to ask a question to the, to the coaches, like what how to say it, what to ask and whatnot. So we kind from that particular point, you know, you kind of get an understanding of the game. So. I've always was interested in sports media, to be honest with you. It's always been a, a, a thing of mine. I love sports, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's always been a thing of mine. But then, then once you get started in this whole, and, my, and this is the real, but once you get started in this whole sports podcast game, you know what I mean, and you really have a passion for it directly, that's what you're about. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're about that. So you're about doing So any advice, if I give anybody one, well, had a passion and a drive. Like, all right, we're going to do sports mentality. We're going to use a, a sports um a sports example, man. You gotta have that mamba mentality. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. You gotta have that mamba mentality. Yeah. So whatever, if you if you say it, you gotta believe it. If you gonna do it, you gotta show that action. So it's about it's that's and that's what it's about. And you can't just half half as it. You gotta really do it. You, you know what I'm saying? Work, so yeah. and then you got and you can't be scared of rejection, man. Like you can't be scared of rejection. Yeah. Like if you get rejected, like you're trying to get someone so on your show, and you thinking, man, he gonna say no. Like you already lost, bro. You already lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta like be like, all right, on to the next one. On to the next one. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be in your feelings. All right. That's don't be in your feelings. Like that's what my, like you gotta be, you gotta be immune to it. Or you gotta be immune to it. Once you get immune to it, and once you just like, you know what, forget it. On to the next one, I'm about to make this move, you're good. Yeah, so like we were saying that, you know, that's part of the part of the business where people will say no. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there any other obstacles that you face in your line of, uh, you know, sports media where you had some challenges? Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I have obstacles with, to be honest with you, um, 
I think initially when you when you were covering when you were covering um, sporting covering games and you're in the locker room and you're trying to ask questions, you know, whatnot. It's just to make sure you were confident in your voice. You know what I'm saying? Like that's an obstacle. Like because you're different. Like now you've been a person, we've been a, a spectator, been watching this game. You know what I'm saying? These players are like, I'm saying like, you know, fam, but you, you enjoy watching these dudes play now or women because it'd be WNBA games. And that, or now, now you have to be in a locker room, get ready to ask them a question. You're like, damn, I don't want to ask no dumb question. I mean, like, I do want to ask a question, but I don't want it to be redundant. But I should ask a question, right? I should yeah. ask when I'm here. You know what I'm saying? So just kind of knowing your voice and then also, I mean, thinking of a question to ask and a real question. Don't ask a question, just to ask a question. Like, think of a real question. I mean, for me, I mean, football is a little different. I can kind of wing it. Football, I can wing it. You know what I'm saying? If I don't, like, I have to ask, if I have to, I can ask a question. The thing that when I'm doing this, when I do basketball games, I'm really, I'm more, I'm more basketball than anything. Like, I know my football, I'm more basketball than anything. So I remember, like, I had, like, you know, uh, Mellow. So I had Mellow, the, the Blazers. It was like, yeah, it was this year, this season. And I'm like, I'm going, Mellow's here. I'm going to ask Mellow a question. It's Mellow, man. It's Mellow. We talk about, I know basketball. Like, I'm good with this. And then I'm thinking, like, all right. Because I met other people ahead of me. And I'm like, dang, come on, ask it now. Ask it now. Like, you just think, like, ask the question now. And then I finally get there. And it's like, I asked the right question. But it's not like the question, not the way I wanted to ask. Because I know, you know, for me, Mellow is all about him, him being a scorer, he has like the, the jab series, triple threat for folks who don't know, like the triple threat series. And that's that's his thing, you know what I'm saying? And he had, at that time, uh, Troy Brown was checking him. And I, I did ask him, I finally kind of warmed up to it. And I did ask him, I was like, so when you had Troy Brown on you, and you know, he was defense, he was, he was getting ready. He was in defense position, you know what I mean? And you, are, you was already on your mellow jab series. You were, you were ready for it. You were already on the mellow jab series. Like, do you, and I asked him, like, do you feel like it's disrespectful when somebody tries to get in defense position, like he's trying to take on this challenge and play you a certain way. Do you think that's disrespectful? Because it's Troy Brown. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's it's not like it's Avery Bradley. It's Troy. It's a young boy. Yeah, it's a young boy. You look. Like, do you look at him like, yeah, I'm about to get this dude to work. You know what I mean? I didn't say the way I wanted to say it, but I said it. You know what I'm saying? Like me and you talking, that's how I wanted to say it. Like I wanted <laughs> to be straight though. I wanted it to come out that way. Yeah, that's a challenge of mine. Like. Trying to be professional, but I do want to be real. Like I want to be real to my demographic, and I want to be real to like my, like especially as, as, a, as a dude who does hoop and I coach. Like I want to be real to that, to that, to that, to that, um, to that genre. You know what I mean? I want to be real to that genre. So, like when we talk basketball, I want to be like a hooper. Like I want to talk like a hooper. But then again, it's like you're wearing a suit, you're wearing a hat, you trying to be, you trying to be clean. Then it's like, all right, I'm not be professional. I got because you look professional, you gotta try to be professional. And yeah. I'm like, nah, that's not me for real. <laughs> <laughs> but another challenge also for me in terms of the podcast game is um, like doing live events, doing live shows is a challenge at times because when you do when you go on live, um, anything happen. We talked off here. I told you, like there's a football, there's an ex Washington football team player that I used to have, like that I tried that I've had on my show before. But this individual, and it's a live show, will no show. And when somebody no shows on live show. It messes up the whole thing because you're waiting for them. You're making you're on break, so you're making a call to try to get connected to the person, or the person's supposed to call you at this time, and they don't call you. And or if they do make it on, they call you like 30 minutes late, and you already got your show kind of scheduled. Like, oh man, you calling me now? Like, come on, man. That throws a lot. Change topics. Yeah. You throwing me off. So that's a challenge. 
so yeah, you know, basically, um, in a nutshell, preparation is key. In, oh yeah, in, in your line of business. Oh man, for real, it's it's very key. You know, and I think in anything, preparation is key. Like some people like to do things freestyle, like the freestyle stuff. Like I've been on a show that people freestyle. We used to do freestyle shows. It was terrible. I, that's what I'm telling you, telling you. Like episodes one, like you need structure. And I, and I mean by like you don't have to have things scripted, but you need structure to kind of like okay, we gotta talk about this at this time or this that. At least something that you can go off of. And now you know your show will have something. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like preparation is everything. Like you don't want to 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 have a show just because just because for instance just because a topic is trendy. Like you may not, if you don't know anything about it, don't talk about it. Like I'm, I'm a firm believer. Don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like just because it's trendy and it sounds good, and you, but if you don't know anything about it, if you didn't do your research that day, don't talk about it. Cause it's it looks it's terrible. It's the worst. It really is. Like and you hear it. And I'm sure you hear. I'm sure you hear it too at times. Like when you listen to a radio show or a podcast, and you can tell when somebody don't know anything about it. Now you can tell. Like you listening to it, you're like, yo, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just saying it just because, just because it's cool to say. You know what I mean? So, yeah. For me, I think, I think, like, make sure if you're going to talk about something, make sure you study it, you read up on it enough that it can carry you through a segment. You know what I'm saying? And then once you do that, then you're good. If you won't do any research and you want to be lazy that day, unless you got a guest that can ride that show out, ride that segment out, bruh, don't do nothing. Just, just, just hold it off for the next, the first, the next week to do your research. That's true. <laughs> that, yeah, those, those are gems, man. Those are definitely gems that you just drop. I think for, for new, like newbies, like you know me and RJ, uh -huh. you know we still, you know, we're still trying to find that. You know, we we are comfortable uh, in like talking about like you know. That's the best thing. Yeah, but also structure is major key. Like you want to make yeah. sure you stay on the topic, and you know preparation is also you know key as well. So. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think in time, like you said, from one through episode 423, yeah. it's like night and day. Like it's just from rookie to like a 10-year vet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you want it to be organic too, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you can you can go off script if it's organic. You know what I'm saying? Like it's cool. Like there's moments where you're like, hey, this is going, this is going too good. We can't stop this conversation. Mm -hmm. And you, you may look on your outline or whatever you have, and you're like, yeah, we're going to be here. You know, at this time, you're like, yo, this conversation is where it's at. Yeah. Like, nah, we're going to scrap that. <laughs> like, we're going to scrap that. Like, like for real, like, you have guests that sometimes you're just vibing. You know what I mean? Like, you're just vibing. And you may, like, hey, we're supposed to be done at this time. Like, mm -hmm. I like to have segments, 10 minutes per segment, typically. That's why, like, 10 minutes or 15, 8. Yeah, I try, but it doesn't always work that way. But, like, if this person is, like, giving you gems, then it's, like... No, you know what? We good. Cause Monty, I'll give you an example. Monty Williams, we had last the last year. Monty Williams, the Phoenix Suns head coach, uh, from Prince George's County. And we have a PG basketball series documentary. But he was supposed to be 20 minutes. And that was supposed to be a segment on the show. It wasn't supposed to be the whole show. But he was so good, it was like, we're done. <laughs> no and, show. Yeah. And, and, and that was a great episode, uh, me and RJ listened to it. Can you tell me, can you tell the, the audience like what he told you when you're, when you were, you know, like looking at the, the minutes or like winding down, like what, what the- oh, Okay, so I'll tell you, so I'll give you the story. So before the show, Monty told, Monty, Coach Williams, I gotta give people respect. Coach Williams was like, he got, he has 20 minutes to do the show. That's it, 20 minutes. All right, so it's cool. I was like, that's, that's actually around the average. So I'm good with that. So he was like, so we get to the middle. I said, so I say we got, we're at the 12 minute mark. 
I text Ray, you know, say, Ray, hey, we got about a good 10, you know, eight, 10 minutes left, bro. Like, we're going to have to wrap this show up. So Ray t- he tells the message to my, to my to, uh, Coach Williams. He says, Coach Williams, yeah, I know you, you know, I know you got, you know, so I know you got things to do. And I know you're a little short, short on time with us. Um, so, and he cuts him off and say, nah, man, we can keep going. Keep going, brother. Keep going. This PG County, you know, I got all love in PG County. And from there, it was like, oh, man, we were like, what? This, we were like, oh, he got love for us now. Like, I felt the love through that, through that statement. I was like, all right, man, like, this is, this is where it's at. That's when I knew, like, hey, this is going to be the only segment for the show. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. You know Definitely, what I mean? And yeah. yeah, so, but it was, it was love, man. And, you know, he was saying some real stuff, you know, because it's funny, we had, like you mentioned, we had Walt Williams on the show. And... You know, Walt talked about uh, Coach Coach Williams. You know how is a guy he looked up playing, looked to playing against in the neighborhood, and you know we we talked about Walt Williams to coach to uh, Coach Monty Williams, and you know <laughs> Coach Monty Williams was talking about yeah man he looked up to Walt uh, Walt Williams, and then folks don't know Walt the Wizard Williams who went to the University of Maryland. I was a lottery pick too um, for the Sacramento Kings, but um in the, in the same draft as Shaquille O'Neal, Alonzo Mourning. That draft, he was in the same draft of those individuals. But Walt was like, so Monty was like, Coach Williams was like, excuse me, was like, um, you know what? You know, I looked at the Walt, you know what I mean? But but he said this, Walt had the meanest shape up, cut, period. <laughs> he was the freshest dude, period. He was PG all the way through, high socks and his shoes. He said his kicks with shoes, but he said Walt was fresh. You know what I mean? And I, I died laughing because, you know, being from the area, that's, that's what, you know, a lot of people, that's what it was about, having that fresh cut and the sneaker game had to be on point. And you know about the sneaker game because I've seen your pod. So I know <laughs> your pod. So I know you know about the sneaker game. So, yeah, man, Walt was like, I mean, uh, my Coach Williams was putting out gems, man. I, I felt the PG love and, and And with him, it was just like, it was all, because we have this, like I said, we have this PG Ballers doc, uh, series on our pod where we try to get, you know, a a uh, baller, historian, coach from Prince George's County. And, you know, what I liked about Coach Williams' interview, it, 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 it captured the essence of what we're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? A guy that's in the, like for him, in, went to the, was in the NBA, a, a, good, a good NBA coach. Now it's a good NBA coach. And now, you know, he comes back and he talks about Prince George's County and what it meant to him. You know what I'm saying? His experience. And he talks about people that people don't know about. Yeah, who with him? You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's what makes it magic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was a great like that was like one of the, the, the nice um podcasts you guys did. So uh-huh. nice segue to that. Um so who are the athletes you you know interviewed in person or you know on your radio person. that you enjoyed, oh, yeah. you know, that you enjoyed. In person. I'm gonna give you in person. My favorite in per- one of my favorite in person interviews. I liked talking to I like Dame Lillard. I did talk to Dame. I like Dame. Um, I interviewed Dame because he was real. I liked um, Carl Anthony Towns. He was real too. Like, like awesome dude. Um, but I, I, and this is my favorite one though because I can could, I can could, I could hit because he's been on my pod too and I've talked to him in person. Uh, Breland, Bashar Breland. It's one of my actually one of my favorites. Bashar. <laughs> Bashar Breland is one of my favorites. He's the place for the Kansas City Chiefs now cornerback. Um, had him on my show. Spoke to, I spoke to him after Skins games and for interviews. Um, always answering my questions. Um, 
And then, you know, when he left, when he was a free agent, I asked him, could he be on my pod? He was like, yeah, I got you. And he was on my pod, you know, and he's been on my pod twice. He went on my pod. I asked him, like, when he's a free agent, did the Washington football team show any interest to him? He was like, you know, we talked, you know what I'm saying? But it was nothing serious. So um, he was like, I, I messed, I fooled with Bashar Breeland. Bashar Breeland was like, it was a, it's a real one. Lack of a better term, he's a real one. Um, now in terms of just radio, just like podcast interviews, I was on radio. Um, I would say, you know, I, I mean, Gary Russell Jr. is one. He's a the WBC featherweight champion. One of my favorite interviews. I like his little brother and Gary Antoine Russell, who um, and Anto, Gary Antonio Russell as well. All three of the brothers. They're in the boxing game, and all of them undefeated. Well, Gary's not undefeated. He's the, he's the featherweight champion, and uh, and, but um, a- Antoine is a high prospect in the in the light in the uh, welterweight division. Um, and, you know, Gary and Antonio Russell is a band of weight who's undefeated. So, um, yeah, they're, they're a great family. We work with them, you know, and we work with them often. Um, but if I had this on the, on the radio, recently, it would probably be some, most of the folks that we've recently had, has, have had, um, Monty, Monty's up there, I won't lie to you. Uh, Mike, Mike Sweeney is one that I do enjoy talking to. Um... Yeah, those are the, like probably a few that people recognize. But Walt Williams was solid too. Like I like Walt. I like the Walt Williams. That was solid. Um, but I've, I mean, we've interviewed some 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 names. Some of them aren't, aren't as like aren't, aren't as fun to interview. You know what I mean? Not as fun, but aren't as exciting. But I will tell you, like a dude that he's not here anymore. But a dude that's a cool interview that gives you a great soundbite, a great soundbite. Josh Norman was amazing. Like, Josh Norman is cool. Like, he'll talk to anybody. <laughs> People may not like Josh Norman, but he'll talk to anybody. Josh Norman, and he will talk, and when I mean talk to you, they're not short-winded answers. They're forever, they, they go long. They go long. Like, Josh Norman, you'd be like, damn, you hold another mic, you'd be like, damn, arm sore. <laughs> arm sore. Yeah, Yo, so Josh, Josh is pretty dope. Um, Josh is pretty dope. But in terms of fame, I guess the, I use another, my most famous person I interviewed, that I enjoyed was, was I guess Mello. Mello was like Carmelo. Yeah, it was Mello because you know I, it's a, it's a it's a player that I do respect. You know what I mean? I respect Carmelo. Um, I didn't like how he didn't get an opportunity. You know to to like that. I didn't like that people froze him out and leave. I didn't like that because I you, you if you watch basketball, you see so many tra- like not to say everybody in NBA is talented. But in terms of we're looking at the the form the platform of the NBA, man, Mello was better than a lot of people in the league. <laughs> like yeah. a lot of people in the league that do that are supposed to be just scorers. Like he's better than a lot of people in the league. And I was just like, when he got that opportunity to play with the Blazers, I, I was so happy for him. And I just, I had to speak to him, but he was one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he is from Baltimore too. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you we know, take, Former take, former take count, from Baltimore. they don't count, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not from New York. He's from B, Baltimore. Oh, that, that too. That, that, that annoys me. Yeah. Don't get me started. That's a whole different thing. That annoys me too. <laughs> that's another like, bro, you from, for a different day. Yeah, I know it is, man. It's a, it really is. Bro, you from Baltimore, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 for example, like Steve Francis. Oh, no, Tacoma Park. Not, that's Montgomery County. No, that used to be, that is PG County back in the day. Yeah. We claim Steve yeah. Francis. But you know what? I don't see. I be saying Moco though. See, I, I don't know more for Steve Francis because I don't. You know, Tacoma Park is like in the like. So there's two different sides of Tacoma Park. Like there's the Montgomery side, and you're right. There's the PG side. I don't know. I be thinking like, folks be claiming Steve Francis, but I was like, but bro, like you really, I, I'm off on that one because he was on a doc. He was on, 
He's he was on the county. He was he was in the basketball county thing. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you right, you right off the uh, the little exit. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, he he repped it though, so I'm not going to knock yeah. him. He do rep Mo County too. He rep Mo County. Yeah, maybe, you know maybe he's so. like in between. He's in between. He's got the best of both worlds, man. He's the best of both worlds, man. That's where you're at right now. For sure. <laughs> so uh, another thing, another uh, cool thing about you, Wale, and what we also share, you know, we're we're all we're, all, we're a fan of of all DMV sports. Yeah. Um, you are a diehard Washington football team fan. Mm -hmm. um, so what are who are your uh, favorite players growing up um, in the team, and what's your expectation for this team this year? It's easy money, man. My favorite players his team, man. Back when I was growing up, it's gonna be funny though. So I, I thought initially like that Ricky Sanders was like the best receiver in the world. I was wrong about that. Yeah, I thought it was I thought I was wrong. <laughs> but yeah, he was one of my favorites. Uh, the posse, all of them, you can name Gary Clark, Armand, Ricky Sanders. Those are my three, you know, to this day, like my three top receivers that I just love. Uh was fixated on. Um Daryl Green. Um, was one, um, and then after that, everybody gets spotty, you know what I'm saying? Because he was still so, but because uh, that's my glory years of watching this team. Um, I did love, I love CP, I love Santana Moss, um, because I like the heart, I love the Miami boys. I, I'm a big fan of the Miami boys. Chris Cooley was one of my favorite players. I mean, he was my one of my favorite players, I'm not gonna lie, but he's he's done some things on the radio that kind of annoyed me at the time, at time too. <laughs> um, but his foot, and we talking about football, Chris Cooley's one of them too. Um, Stephen Davis, I love Stephen Davis. I thought, you know, Stephen Davis didn't get enough uh, get enough attention of what he did while he was here. You know what I'm saying? I think to me, in my years of watching the Washington football team uh, in terms of running back position, I know Clint Porter was amazing, but I would just say I would say Stephen Davis was better than Clint Porter from what I saw in his run. Like his run, you know, like I know it's too bad with North Turner, but still at the same time, his run was was legit. They had the the they had that playoff victory against the Detroit Lions when he was here, when Stephen Davis was here. On North Turner's only playoff, you know, term with the with the Washington football team. So, um, but I love Stephen Davis. To me, should get more attention. I like Champ. You know, what I'm saying he left. I was kind of hurt. I mean, I got it though. You know, what I'm saying yeah. I, I did like Champ. Um, we had after that, we had a lot of you know, we had good players. We were losing though, man. So it's hard to kind of like give a losing team ex, you know, attention. You know, what I'm saying so. Um, but yeah, that was like those were my favorite players. Now, in terms of my expectations this season. I mean, I think these boys going ball defensively, man. These boys going ball, man. I think that, you know, you see, when you look at the, I, and, I, and I use this example, and I, people looked at me crazy, but you, it's starting to, it's starting to come to fruition, man. When the Niners got Bosa, put everything in place, man, on that defensive line. You know what I'm saying? And this team, like it or not, you can say it because you hate the squad. That's fine. You can use your hate all you want to, but if you're looking on straight facts, like this defensive line. You add in Chase Young, it is just as good as Niners, that Niners defensive line. You know what I'm saying? If, if Chase Young is going to be who people think he is, and pro, in terms of his process, his potential, in terms of being a prospect, he's better than Bosa. As a prospect, he's better than Bosa. So you add that with Allen, Payne, Ioannidis, though, and you're moving to a 4-3, and those dudes are just defense. They're defensive tackles. They're not defensive ends. You add, and you add Montez Sweat, who on a down year gave you about seven and a half, eight sacks. And you had him, and you didn't play him in his right position. Basically, you had him in coverage a lot at times, being a, a, a outside linebacker in a three-four, whatever. So now you you in a situation where everybody's in their right position. You're deeper now, right? I even mentioned Tim Settle, who was showing promise coming off the you know coming off the bench and giving spelling minutes. I mean, in terms of like you know the rotation, um, your linebacker said you just got Ruben Foster back. Um, you got another year of. Um, 
um, of Holcomb. You got Sean Deion Hamilton. You brought in Tommy Davis to teach these young dudes. I mean, you got you got ballers, man. And you got Landon Collins out there, too. And I think that people sleep on the cornerbacks, and the cornerbacks going to surprise folks. I'm not saying it's a homer, but if you get Darby healthy and you add in Fuller, and because Fuller's versatility, and Fuller, you want to, when they go when they go three wide, you move Fuller back inside, and you put in Fabian Monroe, or you know or Jimmy Moreland. Fabian played pretty good outside last year once they moved him the outside. If you got that situation, man, you got you got a defense. You know what I'm saying? This compare this actually compares if people, if I had to be honest, it compares to when when Greg Williams first came to town. You know what I'm saying? They got a real defensive coordinator now. Jack Del Rio is a real defensive coordinator. So when Greg Williams came to town, that defense prior was trash. Like was the worst, was one of the worst defenses. And I want to say it's 03. That was 03. That's Gibbs. I think Gibbs came back 03. So yeah, Greg with 03 with Gibbs. And that defense didn't have a bunch of big names. No personal, it had LeVar, but LeVar got hurt in preseason. So basically, they were playing with like a bunch of like, I think they had, um, yeah, they were playing with a bunch of like, like so so guys. And but they were top three. They were number one defense for a while. And they moved Antonio Pierce to the inside. Antonio Pierce was a special teamer. They moved him inside a lot to a middle linebacker. So I'm just saying, like, you get that type of brain work with this talent. And I'm talking about like I'm not saying Del Rio is um is Greg Williams, but Del Rio is good. And you get that type of defensive, like defensive mind with that talent, I'm telling you, that defense is gonna shut things down. So to me, it's all about on the other side, Dwayne Haskins has to, you know, do his part. If he does his part, which I have all faith in Dwayne Haskins, if he does his part, the team can surprise some folks. But they will win games. They win more games. They will, they will win more games than what people think because of that defense. So how, how many games, oh, in, your, in your opinion? Man, it's tough, man. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I got to – like, I'm a, I gotta, I'm a fan, too, at the same time. So I don't hide that. Like, a lot of, of reports, like a lot of folks who cover it, don't, don't, they be hiding it. I don't hide it. I keep it a buck. Um, so the NFL East, the, the best the, – the blessing is they're, they're in the NFC East. That's the blessing. So they can, they can shock the world. I feel like they can win nine games, honestly. I think they can win nine games. Um, they, can, they can definitely lose five, five games or less. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's all predicated. And I'm be real. To me, it's predicated on Dwayne Haskins. Um, Dwayne Haskins is, is, is doing what we see in terms of workouts and, and things of that sort. But I don't like workouts. I don't like, I don't like workouts. I don't like camp highlights. I think that's B, that's BS, to be honest with you. I'm not in for, I'm not for that to tell you, oh, this dude's going to have a great year because I saw this highlight and he looked amazing. I'm like, yo, you know this happened like last year. <laughs> right. And you got to see more. And you got to see more. Like, stop it. Stop it. So it's all up to Dwayne. Dwayne balls out. This team, if Dwayne balls out, this team can win more than our games. That I will tell you. And you know it's also important that he also has protection too, right? Off his left side, of his blind side. Yeah, that's 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 an issue, man. Like that's an issue too. So, but see, the, like you hear things about Jerron Christian that he looks better. Again, I'm not going to believe that. So I, I feel like Dwayne may be running for his life. That's a possibility. So then you have to lean on the run game, and that's what I hope they do lean on the run game. I think they can do it because, you know, I said this when they got AP a couple years ago. It's one thing you don't do, and you do, we learn this in sports. And we, I talked about Melo, and I talk about LeBron at his age now. Uh, Michael Jordan, when he came back to the, to the Wizards. Um, I imagine Johnson, when he came back fat and went to <laughs> and came back fat <laughs> to the Lakers. Like, one thing you don't do is you don't – like, the, the it doesn't matter how they look, the age they are. One thing you don't do is you don't doubt greatness. Like, you don't no. doubt greatness. Because no. what happens is – see, greatness is a different gear. 
It's not like what you, it's not because, it's not a physical thing, it's a different gear too. It's, it's skill, don't get it twisted. It's skill, but it's a different gear because you have, you put in the work, you put in the desire and the passion, you know what I'm saying? And you look at things differently. So when, you, when you're great, when people write you off because, oh, you think they're, oh, you're old or this, that, and the other, nah, man, when you're great, you find a way and you make it work. And that's what makes my AP. He's greatness, man. So if you have AP, you can lean on AP. You got Bryce Love as a young dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got potential. Folks saw what he did in Stanford. Yo, lean on that. You know what I'm saying? Lean on that. If your offensive line is trash like that, because one thing offensive linemen, we've known this by watching football. One thing about offensive linemen, one thing they love to do is they run, like, they like to run block. So they can't pass protect. They can't run. pass throw, no. <laughs> <laughs> they run. <laughs> yeah, I know. They, they got to run. That's why Dwayne Hassan lost all that weight. You know, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. RPO, you know? Man, hey, got to lose that weight, man. He's like a chubby fat boy. I mean, he's a skinny <laughs> fat boy, man. He got to lose that weight. Definitely. <laughs> so, speaking of the of defense, um, you know, you're, you're touching a little bit on um, uh, Chase Young. So, I, a lot of, a lot of uh, national, you know, media will, you know, con- will consider Chase Young as the favorite for NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. How and you you touched it on it a little bit. How will, will his presence uh, change the the defense? They're gonna change it up, man. It's gonna make it dominant. I'm gonna be real with you. They're gonna be dominant because of him. I think sometimes you just you just need that dude, man. He's just that dude, and it's things you you can just see it. Like all right, so I'm a Michigan fan, right? So I've seen Chase Young. So just like I just I seen Chase Young. I know what Chase Young's about. Like he animal. He a monster. He's a monster. Like. And as much as I hate Ohio State, and I hate Ohio State, like I really hate Ohio State. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like there are two players that really impress. I mean, there's a couple of players that impress. I won't just say just two, um, but they're both on this team. Like I'm Dwayne Haskins and Chase Young are two dudes that I'm like, whoa. And not even not even McLaren. McLaren didn't stand out to me in Ohio State, but Chase Young and Dwayne Haskins they stand out. Like those those are dudes, man. They were dudes, and they did it against high competition. So, yeah, you bring this dude here. And, again, I looked at what, what Bosa did with San Fran. You, what he can do here with another and – and the thing about it is you got another beast out there on the other side in um, Montez Sweat physically. You know what I mean? Like, it's scary, man. Like, this is the best – honestly, this is the best young defensive line the Skins have ever had in my viewing existence. My Same viewing with existence. Same with mine. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm telling you, like I, I they had I like Damon Dana Stubblefield and Big Daddy Wilkerson. It was okay the inside. It wasn't bad, but it was two dudes inside that were respectable. Um, obviously, the best one would probably be, but they were older though, like Charles Mann, um, Charles Mann defense. Um, they had they had Fred Stokes. Um, I want to say it was it was inside. Can't I want to say it was. It is, I can't think of right now. But those that was probably the, the obviously because they won the Super Bowl and they were like the capital punishment. But that, that unit was, was was awesome too. You know what I'm saying? But this one, this one, this one, this unit here is special because it's it's, it's physically God gifted. That's what it's physically God gifted. Is they're there, they got they got cheat codes on that defensive line. They got cheat codes. Like Montez Sweat runs basically run like a four, 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 three. You add that with Chase Young, and they're both built like men. Oh man, they're a problem. <laughs> yeah, because one, one, yeah, one's gonna get. I mean, definitely, one's gonna get. Yeah, dumped. and then you, gonna rotate Ron Kerrigan. Yep. then you rotate Ron Kerrigan. Then you rotate Ron Kerrigan. It's 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 a problem, man. It's a problem. If if 
if done correctly, and I think these boys, they're going to eat and they're going to work hard because, again, it's, the coaching is better. Um, the, I mean, it's better defensively and head coach-wise. The infrastructure is just better. So, yeah, man, it's going to be a problem. Like, that's one thing. Like, all these quarterbacks, Dak, Carson Wentz, um, all of them, they got, they, they, and, uh, and, uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, thank you. Daniel Jones, they got to be, their head's going to be on the swivel because this is a different, a different defensive line. And, and we all know that if your quarterback don't got time, the secondary, it makes your secondary even better. Now, the goal is to stop the run. They don't have, they got, they do got beast. They got to go against on the other side and turn to running backs. I mean, you're going against, man, Saquon Barkley's the truth. You're going to get Saquon, yeah. he's the truth, bro. Saquon, uh, uh, Elliot and uh, I think Philadelphia got a, a whole slew of running backs anyway. But so you going against that, it's a problem, man. So hopefully they stop the run. They stop the run though. Like something special can happen on the defense side of the ball. Now the the Chase Young uh, start week one. Damn right. <laughs> you better right. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, you damn you right. Better. Who's who better Chase Young? Who better? Don't Ryan Carroll better no Chase Young. Who? Uh, Ryan you Kerrigan? You no. Ryan Kerrigan on third down. You bet you you may not even do that. I'm no, telling you, you want that speed on the end. You may not, I mean I mean I'll say this much. Montez Sweat and Chase Young better be there on third down. If you want to put Ryan Kerrigan, you can try to put him in inside or yeah. come in, come in with some funky new <laughs> defensive set. But but I'm telling you, you can't let that that's that's too much speed, man. Yeah. That's speed and power on the outside. Ryan Kerrigan, God bless his soul. You know what I mean? He works hard. He's a good vet. You know what I'm saying? He's gotten some sacks, some games where he gets sacks. Um, he's had some seasons when he has, gets a lot of sacks. But we've seen Ryan Kerr. And look, I'm not the I'm, – I'm going to lie to you, my man. And then I will not lie to you. Yes. I have issues with Ryan Kerrigan <laughs> at times. Because I'm like, bro, I've been in games where, like, you are blocked by backups. And I'm not cool with that. Like, I've watched games where you are blocked. And there are games where you don't do nothing. Like – you don't even create any havoc. And then you have games where you go, like, you do have, like, two, three sacks. But yeah. you're going against lesser competition, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not a knock on I mean, saying, like, I think he's got, as he's got, and it's, I think it's with age, though. I'm not knocking him, you know, his whole career. I think as he's gotten older, he slowed down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He slowed down. But now, if you got young dudes like Sweat and, and uh, and sorry, and, um, and, and, uh, sorry. And young, thank you. Sweating young, you gotta let them young boys rock. Yeah. Sometimes something you just gotta do. You gotta let them young boys rock. And Ryan Carey will get a sex. I think he'll be a better, a better football player because of the break, the rest. Yeah, it'll preserve his career. Player. It'll definitely yeah. preserve his career. Uh huh. Be a football player. Definitely. So now you know with the NFC East, there's three new, three, three of the four head coaches are brand new, right? So we uh-huh. got, you know, Dallas with. Um, McCarthy. 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 Mm-hmm. And then New York Giants got a new coach. Yeah, from the, new, from the Patriots. The, the Patriots. Patriots, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, you know, uh, Ron Rivera. How do you – I mean, where do you see the, the Washington football team stacked with the rest of the NFC East? Coaches. Within coaches or just, like, the team Oh, just record. the team, yeah. Like, um, with the, you know – Man, with the, I t- it's funny, man. Like, I don't think – like, the only team I feel like – is better like I feel like it's coached is coached well and has a good roster. I like the Eagles. I think the Eagles are solid. Like I'm not ever I'm not and I, cause I like Carson Wentz. I'm not, I like Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. Um injuries play a part and then you know once you get injured 
you know, he came back last year, but it takes you about a year to really get back. You know what I'm saying? Back, back. Like that following year after then, like that's when you're yourself. Cause you got to trust your body. So I think he's going to be a problem next season. Like I think Carson Wentz, if we do have a season, I think we'll have a season, but he'll be a problem. Um, that got to do some stuff for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that, because the Cowboys offensively, they do got a mob. I'm not going to lie to you. They got a mob offensively. Um, you got Zeke. You got, you got uh, Amari Cooper. I wanted Amari Cooper too. They got Amari Cooper. Uh, they got uh, Gall- uh, Galloway, or Galloway, Galloway. No, it's not Galloway. Is it Galloway? Yeah, Michael Gallup. Gallup. I'm sorry, Gallup. 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 Yeah. They got Gallup, and they got they got They just got CD Lamb in the draft. So uh, that's three. Like you get, you got toys to play with, bro. Like so, like you had toys to play with last year. Um, for real though, like he had toys to play with last year, and they still got um the inside, like the inside wide, the um the slot wide receiver in um. Oh, he used to play with the Packers. Oh, Randall Cobb. Yeah, thank you, Randall Cobb. Yeah. So I'm like. You got weapons, like you should put up numbers. Like I don't, I'm not. It's like Kirk Cousins. Like when, like Kirk Cousins with the skins. It's like you put up numbers, bro. Like you're supposed to put up numbers. If you got Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon, like and Jordan Reed, you're supposed to put up numbers. Like that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? So in this situation, you're and you at Crowder. In this situation, Dak, you're supposed to put up numbers. The thing is that you got to put up numbers against good defenses. You can't put up numbers against bad defenses. So. Um, and or on a roll in adverse conditions, you got to put up numbers to help your team win games. So I'm always like, I'm wary on Dak. I'm not like the biggest Dak dude because that's like, I'm like, before you got Amari Cooper, you were trash. You got Amari Cooper and he started being good. But you were had you had a running back and you had decent wide receivers anyway. They may not have been all world, but you had decent wide receivers. So um, I like, so I like the Eagles. And then, you know, the, the Giants, I think they're a receiver away from being a really good team. I do like what they have. Um, I mean, Daniel Jones ain't horrible. I think people are like, he ain't horrible. He, he's okay. Um, but I just like Saquon so much. I think that you can, I think Saquon can win you games. He's because he's just that, he's just that dynamic. Um, we can do with the football. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's Marshall Falkish, yeah. but the power of like a, like the leg power of Barry Sanders and how he can kind of remix things. Like he's got some things, man. Like I'm serious. And again, another another Big Ten dude team, you know, that I don't really care for. <laughs> he's special though, man. But he's special though. I'm not gonna lie to you. That, that boy is special though. So, so yeah, the, I I just feel like, but I do think this. I think the Washington football team, if their defense balls like, like I think they will. I think they can have the best defense in the NFC East, and I feel like the team that has the best defense in the NFC East typically wins the division. Typically, the team that has the best defense in the NFC East typically wins the division. And usually that's the Eagles, right? They win a division. So I feel like if the Skins, I mean, yeah, I would say if the Skins have the best defense in the NFC East, they'll win the division. Well, I, I hope, hope you're right, Wale. I hope you're right, man. Yeah. You got like three yeah. weeks away, two weeks away. Three, two I know, right? It's, it's coming, coming, man. It's, it's, it's coming. coming. It don't coming feel up. like it, though, right? It don't feel like it, though, right? Am right. I exaggerating? Like, I feel like we're about to hit September. I don't even have the football vibe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you know why um, we don't we don't feel it. You know what I mean? We don't. There's, mm-hmm. no, there's no preseason. You know what I mean? I'm not even excited for like Madden, like how I used to be. Like, yeah. So maybe I'm gonna pick it up because it's Chase Young. We got Chase Young. Of course. You know. I have so. a question. So do you think do you miss having preseason? I do. Just just to, just to have something to watch. Me too, man. I do. I feel bad. Me for preseason. I feel bad for like these dudes who are on the bubble. 
Because I feel like preseason is a good showing for yeah. people to make the team. And because practicing against your own doesn't mean nothing. I want people to understand it because you get used to people's tendencies. We see this all the time. It's all right. It's like if I hoop, like we, I mean, we use basketball for an analogy. If I hoop against you 24, like 24 7, I'm going to get used to you. You're going to get used to me, right? You, like, if, if I'm better than you or you're better than me, eventually you'll get used to my tendencies. And even if you're the better individual, if you're the better individual, I may win a couple games off you because I'm used to you. So if, you, if I notice you can go, like, you go left, you like to go left, I'm going to try to take your left because I'm just used to you. And I'm going to keep trying to take you where you're left. And I may win a couple games off of that. You know what I'm saying? But if you want preseason on another team, a team you ain't practicing against, and they got different tendencies and this, that, and the other, and you're, and you're practicing against that, and now you're showing me that you can dominate or you can ball against. Yo, like, to me, that's, that's a better showing. That's why I'm like, when I see these clips, I'm telling you, my man, Danny, I'm telling you, when I see these clips, I'm like, yo, give me some next person because I ain't buying nothing. <laughs> Don't report and tell me, like, this person look good. I'm like, whatever. I ain't see it. I don't believe it. And you're doing it against your own. So don't tell me this person looks good in practice. It don't mean nothing. Because I love Jimmy Moreland. But Jimmy Moreland was balling against folks in, for, uh, in practice last year. He played good in preseason to a certain extent. But then he got to the regular season and stuff got a little different. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, so I'm just like, hey, give me – just give, give me – I miss preseason because at least preseason – you can gauge real ability. You can gauge it. Like, you can gauge ability. Now, it may not transition well in the regular season, but you know that person has it, you know what I'm saying, if they ball out to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying? So, that's why I miss preseason. Yeah, I miss it too. Like, when remember Terrell Pryor, right? Oh, yeah, one-hand catches, you know, I'm practicing. Yeah. And then what happened come come regular season? Yeah. And do nothing. Doing nothing. But he was doing that in practice, though. It wasn't even in preseason. Yeah. That's he was doing that in practice. Yeah. And everybody was hype. And then when he got to see competition, he was nothing. Like, you get used to your own, I'm telling you, man, because you then you get a rivalry with your own. Because I think Terrell Pryor was going at, I want to say it was Josh Norman at the time, or it was, or was it Bree? I think it was Bree. He was going yeah. at Bree. Yeah. Like, I was like, because he's used to Bree. They're on the same team. Yeah. But do that against another quarterback. You know what I'm saying? They're not, and they're not, and truth be told, in practice, just don't, that's still, that's still that thing in your mind, like, I ain't trying to get this person hurt because we need him for the regular season. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. In the preseason, they ain't worried about you getting hurt. Nope. They going to defend you a different way anyway. Yeah. So you don't got that umbrella. You're not safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not safe. And that's the thing. I'm like, nah, man. Don't get – you're going to lose me with that. You tell me that this person look good, nah. Now that the hype now is the kid um, – is Abke. Abke is the, is, is the hype now. Oh, Abke look good at safety. I'm like, oh, okay, Abke look good at safety. Did you not – okay, okay. We, I saw him last year. I know Abke is. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I think if me and you are watching the have the same twenty twenty vision, and we're looking at <laughs> Abke on on TV on yeah. special teams, he's always running past his man all yes. the time. Yes, all the time. Like, oh, so I'm, I'm saying thirty, thirty. Boom. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, but hey, if he if he's improved, I never like to doubt somebody's improvement and what they can do. If he's improved under good coaching. That's I'm all for. It. That's why I put out there, man. I'm serious, man. Y'all better get a look at Earl Thomas. He out there on the market, and you know what Earl gonna bring. I don't care what you gonna say about this whole uh, image thing. Y'all gonna lose me with that one because I, I I got some non PC things to say about that whole image <laughs> thing. 
Well, yeah, that, that's up to Ron Rivera. You know, he's already <laughs> had a headache with, you know, Steve Smith and um, forgot the other. He, he made it work, though. Yeah. He made it work. How many years yeah. did he do with Steve? How many years did he do with Steve? Yeah, but Steve had his best season, right, when he dipped, though. You know what I mean? What, the Ravens? Yeah, I mean, he had, like, a so-so. I mean, he had a... He was always good with Carolina. Yeah. Well, well, when did he get to Carolina, though? When did Ron get to... I forgot. Uh, but, you know, yeah, but Steve always, always balls, balls, though, man. Steve yeah. always... I mean, my thing about Ron, like, he got camp. I guess Cam's would be a bad person, I guess, too. He can ball. I hate, I hate the term bad, like, the whole character. The character flaw things are, like, iffy to me. Like, Earl Thomas... Like he fought somebody in camp. People fight all the time in camp. Like you're not gonna you're gonna lose you yeah. the fight thing. All right, then all right, that's just be yeah, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm on your show, we're gonna keep it a buck. All for right? sure, for sure. Keep it a buck. He cheated on his wife, man. It's it's bad in the grand scheme of things, I get it. But he's an athlete. It tends to happen at times. We see stories about this. So you gonna cut everybody on your squad? <laughs> I mean, you gonna carry half you gonna carry a lot of people on your squad? Like it happens. I'm not saying like and I'm not naming names. I'm just saying that people in that particular realm, it's not, it's not like uh, it's, it's not abnormal for somebody to cheat on their spouse. I'm just saying like it's not abnormal. It's bad. Don't get me wrong, man. Like you know, you should you should respect your spouse. But I'm saying in that realm, it does happen. So it's not like it should be. He should get the scarlet letter for cheating on his wife. His wife pulled a gun on him. That wasn't him. His wife did that. Like, he didn't pull a gun on his wife. His wife pulled a gun on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different. <laughs> all right? It's different. So that's all I'm saying. It's different. But if, if that's what you want to bank on, to have Troy Agby start over Earl Thomas, or, you know, you prefer old Troy Agby, Agby over Earl Thomas, go for it. It is all you. You go for it. You tell me at the end of the day if, if Agby is better than Troy, than Troy Thomas. I mean, Earl Thomas, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. I mean, like I said, we'll, crazy. See, we'll see. We'll see, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I want to switch it, um, you know, back to your favorite sport, which I know now. It, I thought it was football, but you're a hooper. It is basketball. Hooper, man. So um, yeah. what, you know, what was your, um, you know, what was your evaluation of the Wizards this year? You mm-hmm. know, considering, you know, John Wall sitting out the whole year, Bradley yeah. Ball balling out, got snub, you know, NBA All-Star, All-NBA, mm. Davis Berton, you know, potential, you know, max player. And then you got, you got you know, Rui Hachimura balling out, Troy Brown balled out. How do you see the team as a whole, um, you know, from what you saw this season and what do you see them, you know, for next season? I mean, it's all pretty good on John Wall. They want to win games. I think we've seen that in the past. As much as Bradley, there's stats, there's stat winners and there's stat they dudes who put up stats. And Bradley Bill is way is so much improved. So I want people to understand that before I get into anything else. Like if you ask me Bradley what Bradley Bill was like three, four years ago, I would have been like he overrated, you know what I'm saying, as, as a basketball player. But what he does in terms of now creating his own shot, you know, off the dribble, um, pull up game, um, range, you know what I'm saying? Uh he's defends. It is a lot of things that you know you're just impressed with now because you used to be when you trap Bradley Bill, he would lose the ball. Now he's not that person. He's not that person anymore. So he's a scorer, man. He's a, he's a drop-dead scorer. But, you know what I mean, there there are winning plays and then there are, like, stat plays. And I think Bradley Pitt, at this point in time, his maturation process is that makes stat plays. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that you got to build to, like, be a winning basketball player. I, I think that now Devin Booker, what you saw in the in the bubble, his maturation process is now taking it to that level. 
and to a point where now Devin Booker is just to me next season you're gonna get somebody totally special. Um, but Bradley Beal, you dropping like basically thirty, close to thirty points a game in that stretch. I mean, it's amazing. But now you know what I'm saying we're going to Wall. Wall is a player that this team has leaned on to win basketball games and make good runs, big time runs in the postseason. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, he's the guy that makes the ship run. You know what I'm saying? Like keeps that thing floating. So. You know, I think he's going to, from the clips I saw, and I know I was just talking about clips on the basketball, on the football field, but on the basketball court, like, he got explosion back. That's what you want to see. Well, he got his explosion back. He's dunking with his left hand, you know what I'm saying, and he's getting up. It's, it's, it looks explosive. So the only thing about, you know, putting him on, I guess they'll put him on some type of minute restriction when he gets back. But I think once he's back, you know, they could be a playoff team, easily be a playoff team. The problem is he's going to get tough next year because Kevin Durant's coming back too. Yeah. Um, so – these will get tougher, but I think they're they're in good shape to win some games. You mentioned um, Rui. I like Rui. Um, I think Rui has a lot of potential. I don't think I didn't like the way Rui was, was used this year, to be honest with you. Um, I saw Rui and Gonzaga, so I know what Rui can do. Um, I think the the Wizards had limited Rui under um, the coach. I'm not a big fan of Scott Brooks as a coach, so I let let that be known here. I think Scott Brooks is a bad coach. I don't think he's a good coach. Um, that, I think that was like that was a high profile. You know, name it was tiny, sure was just for the sake of you know, oh, you know, Ernie Grunfeld mm. gone. Let's yeah. sign, let's sign someone that went to the NBA finals coaching three MVPs. You already named it, you just said it right there. I mean, people forget how talented that team was. Um, you had and you mentioned three MVPs, you met you're talking about you're talking about Westbrook, Harden, Durant, but dude, look at you in the bench, man. Hey, yeah, Jeff Green, too. Yeah, Jeff Green, he had Adams, Serge Ibaka. You know what I'm saying? We just named players that are contending. Serge Ibaka won a championship with Toronto and was a big contributor. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Jeff Green has had a good NBA career. He's had, like, multiple talented – he had Reggie Jackson, too. Like, multiple talented dudes, man. Like, he's just – you know, he won with a very stacked squad. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't even win a championship. But that's neither here nor there. He – but when you're looking at this team – you know, they get John Wall back, it can hide Scott Brooks. That's my thing. It can hide Scott Brooks. But to Rui, if you watch, and I'm going to say this to Wizards fans listening and, and paying attention, if you watch Rui, Gonzaga, Rui and Gonzaga, he was a dude that you can run offense. Like, you run, you can run your offense through. Like, you give Rui the ball in a high post. Rui is a, can facilitate. He can score off the high post. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a three-point shooter. And I hate that in the NBA when people try to make folks – this whole analytic thing where you got to shoot threes. You don't have to shoot threes. You're not a good three-point shooter. But we're from the, from the mid-range, assassin from the high post. You know what I'm saying? Assassin. So, like, you have a high post, run your offensive sets through Rui. You know what I mean? Like, he can pass. He can do all of this. But with the Wizards, it was like Scott Brooks kept trying to make him just a score. And it was like, oh, do ISO. Let him go ISO. He said, that's, not this, that's not the way he plays ball. You know what I'm saying? He's just not that, he's not that type of player and right now as a, as a youngster. When you're coming out of college, I think only people understand this is very important. When you come out of college and you're going to start a young dude and you want him to be successful, then do things close to what he was doing in college. You know what I'm saying? Like close to it. Then in the off season, they get the maturation process and they learn more and they become a better basketball player. Um, but yeah, I think Rui will be, a, will be better when John Wall gets there. I think he'll be definitely better when John Wall gets back because John Wall's a facilitator. You got to really account for what John Wall has to do. But my thing about John is that I just hope that um, – I know he's going to be hungry. That's a good thing. Motivated to John Wall is a great thing. But I do hope that during this offseason, like, he worked on his jumper. Um, and I don't mean, like, shooting three ball, the three ball. Everybody gets fixated on the three ball. But because his speed is so, it's so trill and it's so, it's so explosive, 
that he can just pull up from the free throw line and he can just master that shot, he's a serious problem. Because Tony Parker used to do that too. Like Tony Parker wasn't shooting a bunch of threes, but he was so fast that he just pull up at the three at the free throw line or the, that 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 area, and it was it was lights out. You know what I mean? It was lights out. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I am hopeful too for John Wall, like you are, Wale, but. You know, I got burned. We got burned many times with, with John Wall, right? Like, don't mm-hmm. surgery. You know, yeah. remember, like, he had that off season. He even did, like, a YouTube series when he was working out in Miami. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, you know, I'm in the best shape of my life. It's wolf season. And then what yeah. happens? Like, he gets injured. So, yeah. I, I have, I, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it a book. I have my doubts yeah. with, with Wall. He tells me it's cool. He's not going to, honestly, I think he won't be the same. Of course, um, it's motivation for him to to be yeah. to be where he is. He won't have the same explosive like explosiveness. Yes, he may get past, you know, players. You know, maybe older players. But yeah, I can't see him. I can't see him like you know keep up with maybe like Westbrook or um, uh, De'Aaron Fox or yeah, De'Aaron Fox, you know, you know what I mean, like a a John Moran. John Morant or, uh, oh, John. you know, Devin Booker. Oh, I love John. Or a, yeah. a Dame. I think Dame yeah, is on a different level. So That's a different level. That's on a different level. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, Dame is a, a, yeah, he's one, of your, one of your guys. So, like, you know, with all due respect, you know, I love I love John Wall, you know. Like, yeah. He's been with, with us, like, 10 years now. But yeah, as any other player, like, their, their skills diminish. So, I, I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. but. I think he's following the path like Derrick Rose. Like it's just going to diminish, man. I'm I'm keeping a buck, bro. Like I know you are though. You are a, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people on social media are like John Wall and you know Bradley Bill forever. You know House of uh, House of Guards forever. Well, bro, how how like up to when can you make these two happy? Because you know, yeah. you know deep down down inside, Beal is fed up. He he only he got paid. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's yeah. his team. He took the race. Yeah. He knows that's my team. That's at, when Wall comes back. That's it's gonna be his team. team. It's Wall's team. team. It's gonna be Wall's team. When Wall come back, it's gonna be his team. Let me so? keep that a buck. Oh, let me keep that a buck. I'm gonna keep that a buck. So the issue, the thing is that Wall's gonna have the ball. He's the facilitator. He's the playmaker. It's gonna be his team. So it's, it, it just and in, in, in off reputation alone, if you wanna be keep it for be real, and just in terms of like basketball success, and you can look at the current coach. They won basketball games when it was Wall's team. You know what I'm saying? Now you can try to transition away. And the only thing this is I will say about the injury thing is that which is different, and from because Wall was rushing himself back, and those 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 things that those injuries you were referring to. The cool thing about this situation, because I always feel like when you get an Achilles, this is when people mess up, and they try to come back the year after. Like he took out the whole this whole year, he didn't play ball, and I and that's the one thing I do like, because I feel like. If you take care of your body right, and he's young enough to, to kind of do it, because even DeMarcus Cousins, look at DeMarcus Cousins. He came back. Look, how he, look what happened. He hurt, yeah. hurt again. Yeah. Like, you got it. You can't do that. Like, you get Achilles, you can't do that. That injury, you cannot do that. Yeah. And, and I like, and I like the KD. I'm glad KD didn't decide to try to come back this season either, because it's serious. Like, you got to take advantage of it. Like, when you get that type of injury, you got to kind of, like, rest it out. Because if you rest it out correctly, you can come back. Because Dominique Wilkins did it. You know, people forget, like, Dominique had an Achilles. And he came back. But Downey Will was a freak of nature, though, too. It's yeah. the rest Westbrook. Westbrook is a freak of nature. Like, his, yeah. his injury, he's not supposed to have this type of ability yeah. anymore. Westbrook he's supposed is to like, like he, he's, he's, he's 30, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Westbrook yeah, he, is 30. Yeah, he's different. He's a different dude. Yeah. It's just like, because he had the same thing Derrick Rose got. 
but the same basic injury, the same in the same type of situation. Yeah. What's different? Like it's just it's, it's the genetic makeup. His genetic makeup is it's just different. But yeah, man, I'm just I'm like I'm just like for me, it's like if this situation, if um I'm sorry, I saw the news, man. Uh, Bozeman died. Hey, Black Panther. Chadwick Bozeman. Chad was sorry. Chadwick did just die. He died. Breaking news. Oh my god! <laughs> it's called your car. Bro, I didn't even colon cancer. Colon cancer. Damn. I just, I just, yeah, just coach call your car. Sorry, but yeah, so but, um, young man. You're so young. Good God. Oh man. Um, you went to Howard he, too. Yeah, with Howard. Jesus. Yes. Oh, that's called me on guard. Just the song music. Oh, no, sorry. no, no, that's all right. I mean, shoot. Yeah. That's, that's breaking news, man. Yeah, jeez. Wow. I, yeah, man. I mean, like, yeah. Fast. 2020 20 is the worst. The worst. It is the absolute worst. Jeez, man. RIP, oh, bro. RIP. Ooh, that is, that's terrible. But um, I'm trying to get back on topic. So, but John Wall, if they can get him back, if he could just kind of. And he don't gotta be all the way back to be to be real. He don't gotta be all the way back. He just gotta be back enough where he's still fast enough to get past certain people. And if he can do that, then he's cool because I've always told folks he's 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 a point guard for real. Like he's a real point guard. Like he gets people involved. He made auto porter money. I love I'm a Georgetown fan. He made auto money. Yeah. He made Trevor Reason money. He's he he kept Paul Pierce going. Like there's a lot of things that he's done, you know, in the process his 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 short tenure in the NBA for real. Like he's made people better, and could you imagine with um, uh, Davis Bertans, what he can do with Davis as a shooter? Like he can do some things in terms of finding him open, finding him as you know going to the hole. So it's a good fit. But again, my issue is not Bradley Bill, um, John Wall, and, or or Rui, man. It's really Scott Brooks. That's my issue with the Wizards. I think I think the Wizards could be a better team. Even last year with Bradley, think about it. Bradley Bill is is, is that dude, right? He dropping 30 points per game. Like, he doing it for real. Yo, and you still like an ace. Like, you an AC, though. Like, the Brooklyn Nets had nobody. That's what I'm you know what saying. Like, they had nobody. Like, even, like, there's so to so many teams. And this is why I tell people about the impact of a player. There's stat players and, and there are players who who help you win. You just name one, dude, about – we talked about John Wall. Like, he won't have to check. Look at John Morant. I'm going to use it as a prime example. Everybody thought that the Memphis Grizzlies was going to be some bottom-feeding team, like the worst team, one of the worst teams in NBA. All they did was add Ja. All they really did was add Ja. Yep. Uh, Dollar thought they were trash. He didn't want to play with them. Yeah. Like, all they did was add Ja and Ja, and they contended for a playoff spot. The Wizards have a 30-point score. Arguably, everybody talks about he should be an all-NBA player, this, that, and the other, right? And And – they're like fighting them. They're fighting. They're fighting to make the postseason. You got you got that dude in the Eastern Conference, and you can't you can't win games in the East. We're not even talking about the West because y'all playing in the West in the East. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. people gotta like. I'm saying like it's coaching, and it's like you gotta have a dude. You gotta have a leader or a dude who can facilitate and help you win games. That's very essential. So. I mean, I think the Wizards have an opportunity. They get, they get a, like, to your point, though, if they get an adequate John Wall, they can make the postseason. Yeah. I, but I, I it's going to be a tough one. I'm not expecting, you know, second year, third year, um, you know, even rookie John Wall. I just want, mm-hmm. I just want him to be healthy. Play yeah. 82 games. If you need to do load management, so be it. Yeah, that's the best way. Just don't burn those knees out. 
Because yeah. you already have a, you have a history already. Yeah. You know, true. like I said, we've seen this already. We've seen it with Gil. We've seen it with like... Very good example, man. That's it. That's, that's, why, that's why it hurts me to say this, man. Like, yeah. I've no, it's real. It. I'm seeing it right It's real. Now. I'm seeing yeah, it's it. real. It's real. Like you mentioned, again, Gil, see, Gil too, though, it's like, he, he, he rushed it. There's a lot of people, it's the thing, the issue with knee injuries is like, because I told my ACL, so... Like I get like there are people and I look at it like just going through a process, just like, you know, be ready to play play basketball for fun or whatever. Like it's it's intensive and I don't get their type of treatment. So it's a totally different, right? It's totally different. But at the same time, man, like you just can't be jumping back in there. Like you gotta trust your cuts. Like I it's it's mental too, bro. It's mental. Like you gotta trust your cuts, you gotta trust everything when you're on that court. You gotta know that and, and we we're talking about you perform against athletes at the highest level, not no now anybody know and no run and shoot. We talking about folks at the highest level. You know what I'm saying? Like so, yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be behind if you can't trust that knee. You're gonna be behind when you check in like you mentioned, like a rest a, a Westbrook or a John Morant. You're gonna be behind. So you gotta make sure within that year when you sit. That's what I'm saying. Sit out a whole year to a point where all right, it's now or never. And then make sure you have that mentality. Because a lot of these dudes, like Gil, I wish Gil just sat it out, man. Because that's a career that could have been extra special. Extra special. Because yeah. it was special in his time frame. People, that run was amazing. Like the Gilbert Arenas run was amazing. The Agent Zero run was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I said, rest in peace, Kobe. He's the only player that dropped 60 on Kobe. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, man. But he, he used to go at Kobe. He used to 06. go at Kobe. He used to go at Kobe. Like they had that. They had that thing. They like they did it here in the city, and they did it in LA. Like they used to, they used to go. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that run with Gil, man. I, it's funny because I, I had this argument. I'm a, I'm a Laker fan. Like I'm a Laker fan, and that run with like, but I tell, so I have no biasness when I say this. That run with like, I love the Gil and Larry Hughes backcourt more than I like the Karan brother. Thank you, thank you. Are you with me, Danny? Are you with me? You with me, right? Thank you, bro. Like, I think that backcourt was I the realest backcourt. I love that 0 <laughs> team, man. 0-3, yeah, I'm serious. It was better. Team. It was better. It was better, though. I'm telling you. They won a playoff series. It was better, man. I ain't going to lie. It was better. And nothing you going to tell me. It was better, though. Because because that backcourt, I'm going to tell you, if, if you watch ball and you know what people are doing on the court, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Literally, Gil and Larry used to compete against each other mm-hmm. in the game. And you can see it. Like, they, like, there's anything you can do, I can do better. Like, like I'm going to get this pluck. Oh, you got this pluck? I'm going to get this pluck. Oh, you going to hit yeah. this basket? Next time we go back, I'm getting this basket. Yeah. It was the realest thing. Wow. Larry Hughes was leading the league in steals before he broke his thumb. Yes. He was supposed to be an all-star. And he was scoring 20. And Gil took his, he took his spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he was going to go to the all-star game. Larry was, Larry was it, man. Like, Larry... And Gil, that backcourt, I people because they get fixated when Karan and I, Karan ball too. Karan was a beast. I'm not knocking Karan, but like they get fixated because you know they got they won a certain amount of games. But I don't think they won a playoff series with Karan. They didn't win a playoff series with Karan. No, but with Larry, nah. But with Larry, they beat the Bulls with him and with Juan Dixon come off the bench. They beat the Bulls in that series. And Steve Blake. You know and Steve Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Joy was coaching, bro. Eddie Joy was coaching that. He was coaching that mob, but. Like that team was exciting. Like it really was exciting. That team was exciting. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I was telling people that's the reason why it was exciting because people forget like Larry. I mean, Larry and Gil and Antoine 
they playing Golden State together. Like all three of them playing Golden State together. So they already had they had chemistry. That's why it worked so well in DC. Oh man, yeah, man. I, I kind of wish that they stayed I together. Had I had a nerd on Wale, man. You did, man. You, you did, man. You got me, man. You got me, you got me, bro. When you said Gil, I was like, oh man, Gil and Larry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got me. That's, that's, yeah. Like I said, Gil, Gil's my guy, man. I love, love Gil. Yeah. yeah, so, um, you know, so I also want to like ask you, since you're a Laker fan, who do you got in the NBA Finals? Man, you know, as a Laker fan, I was gonna like initially. Well, I mean, I, I want. I want to say my squad. I want some Lakers going in. I want to see them. But I think who, I'm gonna use who's playing the best ball. It was gonna be the Clippers. I wanted to say the Clippers at first, but they kind of struggled with Dallas. But though they they showed out. Um, it's gonna be a tough one to the Lakers and Clippers. I ain't gonna lie to you, because now it's like from what I'm seeing. Like if you told me the way the Lakers were playing before the bubble, yep. and everybody, it's all dictated to who you play. So they may look different against like another team, but. If you had told me before, I would have told you before the bubble. I would have told you. I mean, during before the playoff round, the playoff round. Excuse me. I would have said uh, the Nuggets. The, I would say the Nuggets are the Clippers out of the West, and I would have. I would say Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee is just like they, no they faith just, in the Lakers. No before faith. the bubble, before the playoffs, before the playoffs now in the bubble. Though, yeah, in the bubble. Who's your Who's your bubble pick? Now, like. I would say it's gonna be between the Clippers and the Lakers. I will say that out the West. Yeah, I do. I do think the Clippers have a better. They, they, I think once they get everybody, I think they do have a better team. I think not having Avery Bradley is gonna hurt. Um, it shows. It's gonna really hurt. It shows. Um, but uh, Milwaukee still to me is like the team. The only reason I, I would like to choose Boston, to be real with you, but Milwaukee, Milwaukee beat Boston though. Think that something about Boston. Milwaukee don't. Boston don't match up well against Milwaukee. But I do, but I do like Boston's talent. But I'm gonna go Milwaukee and one of the LA teams. I mean, I'm gonna use my fandom, I guess. If I had to break the tie, it would be the Lakers. But I won't. Don't, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like when I look at when I look at the Clippers and what level they can turn it on. I mean, I don't think Paul George is gonna play trash forever. I mean, he had his good game last. I mean, last like, last couple nights ago. Um, if Paul George plays that way, Kawhi's bucket machine and he straps. So does Paul. Paul George straps. Um, they should they should be they should be going to the finals. But they don't have Patrick Beverly. That's that's gonna hurt too. They don't have Pat Beverly. That's gonna hurt too. So Lakers Clippers Western Conference Finals. Who, yeah, who, that's, a, who, that's who wins it all. Who wins it all? Western who Conference Finals and the finals. All right, man. Now see, see, come, come on, on spot, man. man. <laughs> you me dirty. You know what? I'm on. I'm on. You know what? I'm on Zoom calls. I'm on everything. Keep it that's all stuff. I keep on. Man, I'm gonna go. We going Lakers, bro. We going Lakers, man. All right. We going yeah. Lakers. Lakers going to play the Milwaukee Bucks. It's going to be Giannis versus LeBron. AD going to be Finals MVP. Okay, so you saying uh, Lakers going to win in, uh, over the over the Bucks? But yeah, AD and AD will be Finals MVP. How many games? Oh, that's seven. Seven, four, three. <laughs> that's going to be seven. That's going to be four, three. That's going to be four, three. I'm, I'm gonna give respect when respect when respect is due. Like Giannis and Milwaukee, um, and that that team is coached well. Like it's a good team. You know what I mean? They do got issues, I believe, with the, the number two scorer because he got, he's going to have to be more. Milton going to have to be more consistent. But I mean, I think Giannis can 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 hold it down for a little bit. Though I do think that Giannis too has to develop more skill as his career goes on, um, because his game won't age well. I I don't I just think that once he gets older, he's such at this particular point in time he's a, such a one trick pony, and he's not like he's you know it's not like he's 
300 pounds, you know what I'm saying? He's frail. So eventually he's not going to be able to do what he does. So when he's driving the, the, length, of the, the length of the floor, he's not going to have that same lift. So he's going to have to get some type of a jumper. It only got to be a three. It's, it can be like, I'm talking about a pull-up. He's going to have to get a mid-range jumper. Because one, that, that shot is too phony. and a real shot. That thing's terrible. I'm sorry. It's, it's like a set shot, right? Oh, it's a set shot. It's not. It's not even a jump shot. It's not a jumper. It's not a jumper. It's, like, have you ever seen y'all take a real pull up? Like it's a like real cat, pull it's up. Like catapult. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, look how he His three ball is set. That's that's easy. It's set. And every and the reason why it's so because no no one respects it. They play so far back that he gets to take his time. That's not real. Like when you get older, like you talk about John Wall, like his game probably doesn't age right either because once you lose your speed, that's what I'm saying. He needs to get more skill and you know like shoots the J better. But once you get, once you're able, once you lose your athletic ability, that's when you know, like, you know, what you're going to lose it. So you want to see how your skill transforms after that. That's why some players just are just going to be good for a while. Like, Kevin Durant is just gifted. Like, he's going to be good for a while. Like, because he's taller and he's got a sweet, he got a sweet jumper. You know what I'm saying? He's going to lose that first step, that first step. But he's still going to be like that dude. You know what I'm saying? Because he'll, he's, he's skilled. Um, there's certain players that just won't age well. Like, LeBron aged well because he's skilled. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not just, like, everybody, he's just so strong and big. That's not it. I mean, big and fast. That's not just it. He's skilled. You know what I mean? Some people, Chris Paul was more more was more was athletic when he was younger, but he's still playing good basketball because he's skilled. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so people like, so, like, Giannis, he's going to have to develop a real jumper. I think he needs, I think he needs to change his form altogether. Like, what they did with Markel Fultz, he's going he to have to do the same thing. The same exact thing. <laughs> Markel's performance, yeah, yeah. You do have to change it up. All right, Wally. So we're we're at the end of this. I appreciate um, you know uh, you you having the time with us. So I'm gonna switch it up to you. Um, yeah. Ask me a question. Sure, man. All right. So this is good. This is fun. I like asking questions, man. So, man. So for you, we didn't talk about you. We talk about me. But where do you have this, the the football team? What's what's gonna be their record? What's for you? What's gonna be their record? Keep it out, like I said, we we keep it at a hundred here. Yeah, hundred, man. I, I, That's I what we doing. Him, I got in between. If everything, if there's no injuries with their, you know, players like Haskins or yeah, Young, I see them seven and nine. Seven and nine. Don't we get the curses over, man? They changed the name. The curses over. So seven and nine, that. and then maybe <laughs> if a couple breaks, nine and seven. Nine and seven. See, why you and, me? And, I, and then I'm maybe squeaking, maybe squeaking the the wild card. Wildheart, all right, all right. What is your feel about uh, Dwayne Haskins? Do you like Dwayne I Haskins? Think, I mean, me and you talked about it, you know, off, yeah. off air. So mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Dwayne Haskins. Um, mm-hmm. It was actually like the last purchase I, I got from <laughs> as a Washington Redskin. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? And then they changed the team. I was like, man, you better ball out because like this is the last thing I've ever bought that says Redskins on the friggin' jersey. I know, I know, I know that's like, right. I got, I think Haskins will have a great season. Um, as you were, as you were t- um, pointing out, the the key is protection and also mm-hmm. the run game. McLaurin will, I think McLaurin might struggle this year because a lot of defense will be will key on him. I respect key, that. I think so too. Okay. Yeah, the key will be, you know, the young kids, Gandy Golden. Uh, like Gibson, um, you know AP, and then you also got Bryce Love. So those those things needs to those those players needs to help Haskins. Mm-hmm. Give him time. It's in the pocket to find those. And you know um, Stephen Sims on the slot. You mm-hmm. forgot about him. So I think you know 
Dwayne Haskins has the ability to go leaps and bounds from year one to year two. Mm-hmm. He, he got to be healthy. He has to continue to study the playbook, what Ron Rivera expects of him. Because basically, you got Alex Smith that a lot of people are raving and cheering for. And forget about Kyle Allen, too. He knows the Ron Rivera system. He's a disciple of, um, uh, you know, Scott Turner's offense. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that, that goes against Haskins. So it's basically – it's Haskins' job, job to lose. He mm-hmm. has to prove to, you know, to Ron Rivera and the team that he can lead a team. So I think because Haskins has played in a big stage, he's played with Ohio State, won, you know, all these games, 50 touchdowns. He got his boy McLaurin. You know, he had a good offseason. So we need to see it. We need to see everything that he's doing. And like I said, he just needs to – those broken plays – there will be broken plays, but we got no mm-hmm. – I have no faith in the O-line. He needs to – I respect that. He needs to make time in the pocket to find those players. That's going to be key. All right. Like, I've I'm seen at- him – yeah, I've seen him like that Giants game. That – man, yeah. he was staying like three, you know, five seconds in the pocket – he didn't want to throw it. He was hesitant. Yeah. Hesitant. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, give it to him. Like that was his like, you know, second game, first game or whatever. You know, I'm a I'm a believer. Like I'm I've always like wanna make sure the whoever quarterback I'm I'm that's playing, I'm gonna rock with him. You know, I was even rocking with freaking Case Keenum. Oh yeah, Case Keenum's gonna ball out. You know what I mean? That's just that, that's just like the the hapless. He's rocking with Kirk too. I rock with Kirk too. I gotta you get you like Kirk. <laughs> You know what it is? You know when when you had, when we traded Kirk Cousins, I gave my shirt to Goodwill, man. Like, all right, peace out. You know, I gave that thing away. It's just it was like a bad memory. I gotta give it away. I'm nice so you know, I I rock with any quarterback. That, that's my I respect that's that. My, that's my thing. Until Haskins do me wrong, like like an RG three. You know what I mean? I, I'm, Ooh, a die, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a diehard RG three fan. Okay, what's that? Okay. Not, not to this day, guy, man. Yeah, because I mean, because great memories, right? Twenty twelve was special, man. Like it was special. I, I, I'm I, saying, it's like, I it's like I start I start feeling great. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, RG, I'm, I'm, I'm at peace now with RG three. He he's in a good spot with the Ravens. So I hope he finds whatever he finds happiness from. But there's no there's no way in hell he's gonna like take over like over Lamar Jackson unless he gets hurt. That's pretty so much. Cool. It's over for him. You know what I mean? So but yeah, you, I want Haskins to, to do well. So who are on this on this team? Because you got the skins hat, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna rock with the skins for question. Sure, for sure. All right. So other than other than Chase Young, who do you think is gonna have a big impact on the defense? It's a good question. I would probably say Landon Collins. Okay. Landon Collins yeah. primarily because you know. He is the quote unquote well captain, right? Unless it's going to be Bostic or Kerrigan, that secondary needs fine tuning. A lot yes. of people, a lot of people, already labeled you know um, Landon Collins as a box safety, right? Oh yeah, he yeah. tackles, can't cover. That's how he got Pro Bowls at at New York. You know, mm-hmm. that's what we paid him for highest paid safety in the NFL. I know he can cover. He can mm-hmm. he, he can rock with the you know he can run with the wide receivers. I see them run with Amari Cooper and you know Zach mm-hmm. Hurts. I can he can mm-hmm. hang with them. 
Mm-hmm. He just gotta be consistent, man. Like he just gotta mm-hmm. like be disciplined in his, in his spots. I, you know, mm-hmm. he gets excited, like oh, big hit. I see him like head hunting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess he was that Sports Center top ten play. He gotta quit that, man. Like mm-hmm. uh, I, I expect Landon Collins to do well. And then another, I'll give you another sleeper. Um, and I'm really rooting for him. I want Ruben Foster to do well too. Everybody does too, man. I do too. Yeah. But you know that that line that linebacker, we, where he's gonna play at? You can't play outside. You gotta put him like inside. Yeah, somebody actually, I'm in here. I'm in here, and he may play. The chance he can play outside. There's a chance. He's I'll there. Next, I mean, Holcomb is good. Uh, you know, he's Holcomb's good. not. I'm gonna be real with you. When healthy, Holcomb's not Ruben. No, he's not Ruben. Ruben, Ruben. When we signed him, I I was like, yeah, you know, he got all these distractions, but. Bro, like he's from Alabama, man. I saw him won the national championship. Like, yeah, he saw it. Yeah, he honestly, that it was his fault that he dropped that far to the Niners. He would have been like a top yeah. ten, top five, top ten. Easily top, easily yeah. top five pick, top ten, um, top five pick. And also, like you know, his injury too. We we need to see like yeah. what he can do because you know at any time these players can get hurt. You know that's just yeah. uh, that's the that's the business of football, right? Yeah, it's tough, man. His situation is like Ruben is a guy. I'm with. I'm with you. Like I root for Ruben. Like I want Ruben because I I wanted Ruben. I wanted Ruben over Jonathan Allen. So you already know. Like I think I think that highly of Ruben. I think that highly of Ruben. Um, I really do. I think that I think Ruben is special. Um, so I actually had some. I had somebody on my show compare Ruben to Lavar. He's an Alabama fan. What he said about Lavar, he was like, "Yeah, Ruben is special. He's a type of. He's a tackler, like a real tackler. He's a tackler that makes it hurt." He's not just a grabbing tackle. He wants to hurt you when he tackles you. And I was like, yeah, I know. But he said, the only thing about Ruben is that, you know, just like LeVar, he would do his own thing. That's the only issue with Ruben. And I was like, yeah, but when you're that talent, you can play with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can yeah. play with it. You just use, you use him to his, you utilize him for his, to his strength, to his strength. So, yeah, I'm with you with Ruben. So, all right, so do you, all right, so you said that you think Terry, Terry McLaren's going to, probably going to be, like, teams are going to focus on Terry McLaren. Who do you think is going to be the number two wide receiver? You think it's going to be Gandy Golden? Will it be AGG? Or will it be. AGG? Be... I mean, are you talking about like Antonio Gibson? Yeah, no, no, oh, 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 Gandy Golden. Oh, Gandy Golden. Yeah, it's going to be Gandy. He'll be the second wide receiver? Gandy Golden reminds me. Remember Marcus Colton from the same. Yeah, I think he's going to be better, though. But yeah, I don't know Marcus Colton. But, he, <laughs> he's, but he's, he's faster, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's faster, though. Yeah. I think he, because he's, you know, He's kind of he's tall, like like, yeah. classic, like classical bird, kind of lanky. Yeah. But yeah, he is skillful. He is smart. You know, he can solve a Rubik's cube in like twelve, like thirty seconds. I thought it was cool, he's man. Smart, I thought it was cool. Smart dude <laughs> plays the violin yeah. or the cello or something. Yeah. I, mean, I I I really think that you know I was really hoping um Kevin Harmon um would have been healthy to you know have a good year because I really I you know. We really need. Do that you like Harmon? Player. Yeah, he reminds. He, doesn't he remind you of like Anquan Bolden? Anquan was the see. Oh God, that's a good one. Bolden, I like Anquan. The bo- I mean, I, Anquan was I'm way more about- dynamic with the ball. Like he's way more dynamic with the ball. Anquan was way more dynamic. Yeah, but I would say like size wise. His build. His build, and then he can block too. He was he was their best blocker last year. Yeah, no, no, he was a good blocker. No, he was a good blocker. I like I like Harmon. I think Harmon was what could have been solid. I just I really. Really think AGG and Gandy Golden. I think Antonio Gandy Golden is going to be something special. I think he's going to be special. I think because he is like what you're talking about. Like if you watch his clips in college, 
and you watch these clips and um you know you've seen him like in practice a little bit in practice i'm not going off but just some of the things he's done um he's a receiver that this game this, this team is desperately needed for a while they need a they need a wide receiver with real attitude when it comes to the football i'm talking about like they wanted Josh Dotson, the Moss folks, like, and he could, you know, and he had ups. Don't get wrong, he had ups, yeah. um, but he wasn't mean. There's difference between having ups and mean. Like you know, when you when the ball's in the air, you like you physically are imposing. Like you are saying, "Hey, this is my football. Get the f out of my way." Like that type of thing. And Gandy Golden has that. Like, hey, this is my football. You gonna get hurt if you're trying to jump with me. You gonna get hurt. So like. That I think this team has never. They haven't had that since. I mean, in turn, they they haven't had a mean receiver since um since um Garcon? yeah Pierre Garcon since Pierre Garcon. Everybody's been finesse. They've been nice. They've been real nice. Yeah. Like you get Gandy Golden, you ain't nice no more. You playing mean. And I think Dwayne needs a mean receiver. He needs a mean receiver. Yeah, I was really hoping. Like I said, Harmon would have been that. That I mean, you know, like you see McClure. Harmon was cool, solid. He was solid. Cool. But like I said. He's gonna get dope. He's gonna get a. a That's what I'm saying. I like your point. They they are going to like they are going to they're, get, get on. They're gonna, they're gonna jam McLaurin, but you know McLaurin's a smart dude. You know what I mean? He's he's gonna get a thousand yards this year, in my opinion. Maybe McLaurin. Oh no, McLaurin. I hope I hope so. Like I hope so, man. He should. I mean, he's he's very smart. He's a good route runner. I hope he does get it. You know what I'm saying? So, what do you think? Will this team have a thousand yard runner? AP. AP. Oh, okay. So, what do you feel about Bryce Love? Bryce, about Bryce Love, Love. Bryce Love. I think he's gonna be another sleeper. Okay. Yeah. Um. Man, he reminds. There's a lot of players like running backs that reminds me of Bryce Love, but he's just so shifty. Um. Maybe he reminds me of like maybe like an Arian Foster, with okay. but more speed. Okay. You know, like Eric Foster was kind of shifty. He was very. Yeah, shifty. he was shifty. That shifty. He was shifty, and he, and he was a dog. He was a dog. Yeah. And his, the thing, it, yeah, the thing about um, Bryce Love is that he never played in like, uh, you know, I said formation. It's always spread, right? Yeah. Always spread. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I hope, you know, and, and I hope I hope he does well. And I think if everything goes as planned, I mean, just like what what we thought with you know Darius guys. Nice, yeah. he, he would be the perfect successor to AP when he's all said and done. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think he's the guy. I think he's the guy. I think the AP is going to hold on to it. I think AP is motivated. I think his records to climb. <laughs> yep. So I think that's playing a part. Mm-hmm. So I think you'll get a you'll get a strong AP this season. But I do think that I think Bright like you. I think Bryce is going to show out. I think do some, do some special things this season. Um. So yeah. So in terms of Trying to think of one more question for you, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, I do have a question. So, what's your podcast? So, what's going on? What's going to be the next topic on your podcast next week? Next week? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a good question. I actually got. We already passed it. Steve, just like you, um, well, they, we, you know, we we got an itinerary, right? There's a yeah. structure. So we uh-huh. do have. We I do have a guest next week. Cool. Um, you don't got to put it out there. I'm just saying, you don't got to put it out there. I got like, so. <laughs> me, me and my, you know, me and my co-host RJ, we kind of plan it out a, a month ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that way, you know, we ask our guests. Like, for example, you, I asked you like a month yeah, before, yeah. like, hey, you know, like, can you hop on, you know, your mm-hmm. availability. So, you know, that structure, like you were saying, like when you're in the beginning, it's key. So that way, 
in case like, oh, this person can't like, you know, can't make it. Yeah. No problem. I got a, I got like a plan B, plan C, plan D. Of course. You know of course. I mean? Like we can just, yeah. we, me and RJ can just do our thing and then so yeah. on and so forth. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, those ad lib, like, you know, um, those ad lib uh, moments where you're just like, when it's flowing, it's flowing kind of thing. Uh, yeah. You know, it's all about like that chemistry with your, you know, with your co host and then, you oh, know, sure. yes. Like now, like, man, like, we, we vibed off like, you know, like Gilbert Arenas and like, yeah. Larry Hughes, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, believe me, bro. Like, people are like, oh, Karan Butler and like Gilbert Arenas are like the best. Nah. Nah. You see Larry Hughes for like three years. Like, even when you Jordan, didn't see it. Yeah. Jordan. yeah, you ain't see him. You yeah. ain't see it. They ain't see Larry, man. They ain't see Larry and Gil get. They didn't see it, dude. They didn't see it. Made him they better. Really yeah, didn't. they definitely, yeah, Larry definitely made Gil uh, a better player. He did. He did. He definitely did. He helped the transition. He helped the transition. He really did. So we're trying to think of another art. Let's do more questions. Oh, I know. I know the question I want to ask. I did. I do know the question I want to ask. All right, what's the new shoe game, man? What you what you what you rocking with? What sneaks you rocking with right now, man? <laughs> <laughs> like um, what I I had a um, I had a before this I had an eye appointment, so I wore my uh, what did I wear? My Air Jordan uh, True Blue Threes. Okay. The Nike Air Joints, yeah, from uh, okay. 2016. 2016. Okay, bro. Okay. Like in in, cause I work from home, right? So uh, me too. My my shoe <laughs> game is Benassi's, like Nike Benassi's. <laughs> you know I mean? I've, I've been I've been I've been like walking around, but not you know, like like wearing Benassi's. Like I'll even I get, get excited. I get excited to go to the groceries, like, put some shoes on. Of course, man. Anytime, like, yeah, when you take it, yeah. Let me get fresh here. Yeah, let me get fresh real quick to the grocery store. Let me do this move real quick. Yes, oh, I know, bro. I know this, man. I know yeah. this. So you know, like part of like living in a DMV, even like PG, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. being you know like dressing accordingly. Of course, mm-hmm. that, you, if you look good, you feel good. Like what Dion says, right? Yeah, yeah, you look great. So like. That confidence, like, you know, that swag and PG, yeah. kind of, you know, that basically that, you know, it's a, it's a big, it's a big thing for us, like here, like, yeah. like yeah, you, yeah. no matter where you go, you're just going to be like, all right, Hold it. shoes, you know what I'm saying, yeah. shirt, whatever, you know, it's cool, wear a yeah. white or whatever, but, yeah. you know, shoes is like sneakers, I think, you know, it's, it's important that you have those. Even though like mm-hmm. you're not knowledgeable, it's cool. You know what I mean? We're not being big yeah. or anything. It's yeah. all about like spreading love, spreading knowledge. You know what I mean? Like it's um, you know, we want to make sure like we just share like stories, like what we're doing right now. Right now, yeah, definitely. No, I, the shoe game is important, man. PG County, you keep it fresh. You can rock. You rock a white tee with a with a, with a mean set of sneaks, and yes, you sir. you doing it. You know what I'm saying? You doing it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, those are my questions. You answered all of the questions oh, I wanted. Man, man those man. are easy ones, man. So because like, it was fresh, man. You know what I'm saying? I had to the sneak game. I had to see what the sneak game was like, man. I just got the Giannis. I just got the Giannis to rep Nigeria. I just got the Giannis Nike joints. So, so you know, I had to rep the color code. You know what I mean? So you got, I just you got, got the, those. You got the new um. You got the new um. The, the Zoom freaks. Yep, the new the oh, Zoom freaks. Uh, yeah. Uh, red, 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 <laughs> oh, it's called the red Niger. Oh, I think those seen those those red. Niger, yeah, Niger, Niger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I had got those. Once I saw it, my homie, because I didn't know it was out. My homie, uh, no, my, homie, my brother, my brother texted like, I was like, oh, oh, I'm getting them. It's official. I'm getting them. 
I didn't even hesitate. I'm getting them. Is that you a good look mean? at you? Because green white everything. Just like my little, like green white everything. Do you, do you, do you, do you, like, do you hoop on the, the, the Zoom freaks? I don't hoop, I don't hoop with my basketball. I don't hoop my, on my sneaks. I, I get, I get trash sneaks and hoop with them. Okay. I don't like messing up smell sneaks. I'm like, <laughs> I, like, so it's funny because somebody hit me. I put it on a post on like Facebook. I was like, yeah, uh, new, like my Niger joints. And they said, oh man, you about to be fresh when we hoop. I was like, nah, I'm like, I ain't rocking these joints to play basketball. Huh, these <laughs> walk around. It's money, bro. We walk around these things. I go to like the Nike outlet and give me some balling shoes go. and be good to go. There you go. That's how I rock. I don't do the, Get the, hash, the if hash, it's a hundred thirty. No, exactly. I don't know if it's 100. If it costs me 130, 100, 130 up, oh, they 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 there to be showcased. They're not there to be stepped you. on. That's not a PG thing. It's a DMV thing. Yeah, the PG, that's a DM, DMV thing. You do not want because folks, I'd be like, oh, you wearing those? I said, oh, that's nah. They, and they try to fry, they'll fry me with the shoes I'm wearing. I'm like, man, my good shoes, will not, you will not my good shoes and i don't have time to be my toothbrush and cleaning the cleaning your little marks off my shoe yeah, i'd yeah, rather yeah. have like the easy chip the easy ones where i can watch use my toothbrush to you know that's clean right. it off that's old from a free audience i gotta know about the toothbrush game when it comes to cleaning oh yeah that, that's old school man that's how you know you've been that's like, old that's how you've been collecting <laughs> for a long time bro exactly before, before fresh prince Second episode when he was cleaning his toothbrush with the grape fives. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. You gotta know about it, man. You just gotta know. Wally knows. Wally knows. <laughs> so thank you so much, Wally, uh, for having um, you know having the time to talk to you to um, you know to our podcast tonight. Uh, if you want to plug in like your social media and then like your um, sure about addresses. I give you like social media. Y'all can catch me at Urban Sports Team on Twitter. That's when I'm live and popping. I'm really popping on on Twitter, and, that, and this is my hashtag for it. I want all the smoke. I understand that. All right, and I, and I said that before. Stephen Jackson and them had they had their like all the smoke podcast, but they do this for a certain other smoke. But I meant it like I want all the buzz. I want all the smoke. So anytime you want some trash talking me, if I come out with the Lakers saying the Lakers gonna be Portland, I'm 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 I'm, I'm throwing shade right here. So work with me right here. So when I said the Lakers are gonna be Portland easy, and people wanna come at me and say, "Oh, after game one, oh, it's it's over, it's over, Portland about to beat the Lakers," and I told y'all, meet me after three one, and y'all quiet, y'all know what time it is, and you know I want all the smoke, so come out, come at me, come at me. There you go. But yeah, tweet me there. We got we got our Facebook at Urban Sports. I mean Facebook, just search the our Facebook page, just search the Urban Sports name, and you know if you want to hit, hit me on IG where I'm like, I'm a clown on IG, y'all can hit me up at. At Walio uh, thirty two, where I act a fool twenty four seven, and I gave y'all my podcast stuff. I ain't trying to give y'all that stuff anymore. I'm on my show. With, I'm on the show with Dandy. I don't care about that. No, stuff. No right man. Now. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Like hopefully, you know, in, in the near future, you know, me and RJ can get into your uh, your show too. So anytime, man. You let me yeah, know. Let, let, let us time know. Y'all will. I will, man. You know what I'm saying? We schedule that time in. I'll definitely. I'll hit you up and I'll let you know, and we'll get we'll get that thing know. on and popping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is uh, Danden and uh, Wale uh, Akinso. Thank you yeah. so much from the from the DMV. Uh, peace.